DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Theoretically, PK, we're going to be talking Aggies and Mountain West Conference football with Scotty G. But Yach's struggling to get him on the phone, so stand by for that. When? Oh, yeah, so typical of Scotty. He's got no problem doing the 10 o'clock show, but won't do ours. See? <laughs> All right, well, Yach will track him down on the super secret bad phone. See if, can, see if we can get him. Uh, in the meantime, we got people reacting uh, quite, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, viciously? Uh, Good. Bring some, each and every one of them some, on. Some, I'll chew them up and spit them out. Some real passion. I'm fired the freak up. <laughs> this is some real passion. <laughs> Uh, do you find yourself rooting for the Raiders now they're only six hours away? And Brent says, nah, we'll be back. And he's got the Broncos in their all-orange uniforms dancing in the end zone after a touchdown against the Steelers. Nah, There's really no sign of them being back, but sure, Brett, we'll go with that. They'll the Broncos be back. don't love us. Why should I love them? Because they win. Well, then I ought to love the Patriots. Uh, people do. Not hey, from here. Patriots end up on TV a lot because people also hate them. We're talking about folks from here. We're not talking about people. We're talking about our folks. The Raiders want our folks. They're embracing us. Steven says, yes, I jumped on the bandwagon with the move to Vegas. I have jumped from team to team, but with family ties to Vegas, I'm settling on the Raiders. They're my team. Me too. Uh, he's, all, he's a pirate. He's all about the eye patch, the silver and black. Yes, I am a pirate. Yeah, you better believe it. Yudi says, nope! Exclamation point. Having none of it. I'm having all of it. <laughs> Logan says, and no. <laughs> um, I'm loving the wa- Raiders out the wazoo. Cody says, no. Hashtag Ravens flock. PK says, yes. Hashtag they love us. I just don't see you as a Raider fan, PK. I don't now see you. you do. Logan People says he's, change. he's rooting for the Raiders because they're only four and a half hours away. Oh, true. Logan's down there at the southern end of Utah County. Making, and all of us are going to retire to St. George at some point in our lives. <laughs> so now it's only like 95 minutes. Nice. Four and a half hours would be more like Beaver, wouldn't it be? It's always more like Beaver. I spent a night in Beaver once. Have you guys? Nope. I've stopped by. <laughs> I've never stayed there. I've spent the night in Beaver. Let me tell you, it was glorious. Let's move on. It was. It was a glorious night. Scotty, you could stop this if you just pick up your phone. Just for the record, Scotty. What's there to stop? Beaver may have saved my life because it was a snowstorm. And, and Creighton was driving with his knee. Yeah. And the speedometer thing is just going around and around, 360 degrees. And he's talking on the phone with his wife. <laughs> yeah, I don't think well, the hard stuff's going to come down for a while now. Well, they're, 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 I think they were reviewing movies. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm white-knuckling it. <laughs> you got the dash for you. are like, Creighton, pull over, man! Yeah, pull over! Coming back from Vegas, coming back from a conference tournament in middle of March. And it starts snowing. It starts <laughs> snowing just like two seconds out of St. George. Oh, and man. by the time we got to Beaver, I mean, it was white out. 
and I hate driving in those. I am a big baby. I grew up when it comes to driving in Phoenix. I moved to Los Angeles. I still I hate driving in the snow. I've decided if, if we're having snowstorms here. I'm taking a day off or set me up remotely because I'm not doing it anymore. I hate <laughs> it. I absolutely hate it. No joke, man. I know. No joke. Yeah. I, I totally I'm the one who it. got totaled, and you're you're good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. It's just awful. I'm not good to go. I'm bad to go, and uh, so in the morning, no way. My drive is twice as long as yours. Uh, what last year I went and thought I'd take the tracks, and the thing was late. <laughs> But we prepared for it. We taped like 90 minutes the night before. Snowstorm was coming. Yeah. So no apocalypse. We had, and we can do that on Sunday nights because there's nothing going on at 8 o'clock usually. So we were okay there. But uh, that was awful. And so now that I think about it, Beaver saved my life. Financial Panther says, Raiders, I'm in. I already was a fan. Luke. Luke. And Gigi thinks he's funny. The Raiders moved? Question <laughs> mark. Well, so does his wife. So he has that in common with her. Nice. Uh, Mantis says, "Still no felony con- convictions for me." So, of course, I'm not a Raider fan. Well, I'm, hang out. You know, there's my, there's a, there's a possibility wow. You can I might have dropped the, that a few times. The felony connection. I mean, <laughs> don't give up yet. Fans. Who knows? Who knows what's ahead? I don't doubt it for myself. I don't know. I have no idea what I'll do until I get in that situation. So I just think the Raiders are going to love us, so why wouldn't we love them back? And this is the closest we're ever going to get. I mean, there's never going to be an NFL football team closer. You know what's amazing is that Vegas was a wasteland. Years ago, uh, the Review Journal had a job opening, a sports job, and they called me about it. And I was one of two candidates. Uh, for the job college and, basketball it was the glory it was the glory days well it was it was college basketball boxing and then nfl betting and that's basically what they had and uh, i was a finalist for the job and i decided that i wasn't going to move my family uh, i didn't get it but i decided i wasn't going to take it but they had told me that it was down to two guys and a friend of mine got it and they had, but they, he was working for the other paper. And I told him, I said, yeah, you guys should just hire him. I said, I gave him a recommendation. I said, I've known him for a number of years. He's really good. Uh, he Is this he Ed Graney? No, oh. no, no. Somebody, they had the two papers, the Sun and the Review Journal. Mm. And he was working for the Sun. And so I said, just, just hire him. He'll, he'll be fine for you. He's since retired. But this, this was, we're going back 20-some years now. And uh, but I wouldn't have taken the job. I decided that it wasn't a good enough move because they didn't have enough stuff. Now look at them. Got the NFL. They got the NHL. Yeah. And they're going to have more events than ever with that stadium. Of course. Oh yeah, there'll be a million things and and basketball with the number of tournaments that yep. they have now. Yeah. Pac-12 uh, the, title game. Well, I'm talking about like around Thanksgiving and in December. Yeah. They get a number of big uh, programs coming through there, and so you can cover those if you want. But, yeah, now it's a great sports town. That's crazy to where where it was. And, and you know, what it, is, it reminds me of when I was living in Los Angeles. There was always talk of a new stadium for the Raiders, Irwindale and Carson and 
every place under the sun, and none of it ever materialized. Well, same thing with Vegas. When are they going to get that new stadium? You get that new stadium, and it'll be a game changer in this community. And we've heard about it for years about it. And, oh, this group is coming in. They got this piece of land, that piece of land, blah, 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 blah. Well, just in the last six, seven years, they've opened up two world-class facilities. The T-Mobile is basically kitty corner from the football stadium now. And so you got that thing, and I've been in there for multiple events concerts and and sporting events and then you got across the freeway literally a stone's throw you got this thing going on so stuff that we talked about for years and years has come to pass it's just it's amazing where it was and where it is now i'm not in the position now that 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 thing is sailed long long ago as far as me taking another job in another market but if you put me back 20 some years ago i'm would have definitely been interested if the review journal and journalism newspapers being what they were then as now I'd be very if they had this sport if they were this sports market back in that time period it would have been a different ball game oh no question yeah Yeah. and and it's going to be there who knows man are they going to get an MLB team wouldn't rule it out wouldn't rule it out. It seems like baseball's going to 32. It's going to happen. Well, they've, already um, the di- they've already rumored that the Diamondbacks have looked Yeah, they that. had that, and the Diamondbacks have had some stadium issues there, and, and the owners went and met with some folks over in Henderson. So, yeah, there is that possibility, and who knows? If, I mean, they've gotten the, – the Knights were an expansion team, right? They, they didn't move right. anywhere. They were expansion, So they've yeah. gotten one expansion for the NHL – and then they've got the Raiders obviously moved. So is it the next? And I'm, I'm actually glad to see it because I thought it was so stupid about, uh, well, we can't have sports there because of the gambling. That's the precise location where you can have it because everything is monitored out the gazoo. And if anything, anything is abnormal, they notice it right off the bat. And they investigated. It's like they've got such a great thing going on that they're not going to screw it up. You know what I mean? It's like my job. I'm not going to screw the company out of $100 of expenses and risk getting caught. This is such a great job. Why would I risk for 100 bucks when I get all this other stuff over here? It makes no sense. Same thing with gambling. They're not going to screw it up and start having it be fixed because there's too much money at stake. Plus, people are literally sitting in arenas and stadiums on their phone gambling everywhere anyway. The whole thing that you had to go to Vegas to gamble is so 1985. I mean, stop it. (laughs) It's totally different. Technology has changed everything. Oh, everything has changed just just in the time that we have moved here from from both of us from California. And how different it is. So I'm excited for the community of Vegas. All of us have been to Vegas. All of us go to Vegas. Now, I've been to Vegas probably 25 times this year. Now, when I say that, people, oh, you gambled? No, actually, I've not literally, in those 25 times, literally, I have not gambled one cent. Not one penny. Zero. (laughs) It just, it holds no attraction to me. I grew up with it. It's like having cake every day of your life. Eventually, you're going to get sick of cake, and that's the way it was with me. Gambling in my culture, where I grew up, was such a big, big deal that I just I got sick of it. I got tired of it, and so I moved on. 
And I don't, I don't have that. I don't want to say it's an issue because for some people it isn't an issue. For some it is. But for a lot of folks, it's just a form of entertainment, and that's, and that's fine. But I'm excited for Vegas. I feel like it's funny. I used to think that they were our little brother, but it's little brother. Is Vegas now the Utah Utes and we're BYU? <laughs> little brother's grown up. Yeah. And I'm it's, excited uh, it's for more my like media the, friends there. Yeah, it's more like the cousin you never see because it's different. You know, yeah, to the, the college fans here. you do here, see them a lot. That's my point. The college fans here, uh, UNLV hasn't grown up, and I think this could permanently stunt their growth. Uh, no, they've, they're gr- they've never had growth. Yeah, you're right. So it's, a hard, <laughs> it's hard to define that, right? Um, but in the pro sports sense, yeah, they've gone, they've gone. I mean, when you get an NFL team, I mean, that's it. That, that's, that's the biggest thing there is, you know. Nothing against their NHL team, which has been popular and successful. It's drawn well, and they've been good on the ice. But, I mean, the NFL is the 800-pound gorilla of the, of the North American sports world. Nothing bigger than that. Well, and that's the thing about the NFL, too, is the Broncos are doing this in terms of marketing well beyond Denver. And the Raiders will do it, too. The, 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 the Broncos have no need to look west because there's so many communities where they can look north. Well, not south a little bit to Albuquerque, but Albuquerque's really out in the middle of nowhere. It's the only place I've been where you're flying for hours and then all of a sudden they just drop you down in a, in a city and you see nothing until you get right there. So they, so there's not really not – it's only five hours away, but there's really nothing for them down there. But east and north, there's all sorts of possibilities. You know, they're, it's a regional team. So Vegas – I, I wonder how many folks are going to come up from the the California area. I realize they I do have the Rams yeah. and the Chargers, but the Raiders do talk about a history there. So if they're going to come from, you say, a lot, and I don't argue with you. I don't know, but I'm not going to argue because I don't know. So if you're coming from that region, well, why wouldn't you come from this region too? There's really, depending on where you're coming from in that region, there's no distance difference. Which isn't easy to say. Distance difference, distance difference. Distance. Try to say distance difference five times fast. I'm By not going to do time, that. time, you're screwed up, man. You they, sound like you're loaded. The Raiders were down in L.A. for a little more than a decade, but they definitely built a solid fan base there, and they have fans there even after they left and went back to Oakland. And so there are definitely going to be people flying in on Southwest Airlines from Burbank, and there are going to be people driving up I-15. There'll probably be people flying in. There'll probably be people flying in from the Bay Area. So, and they will. There'll, there'll be some coming down from Utah, absolutely. So, so why wouldn't they be, market? So we need to embrace them, man. It'll be a regional team. Just like you said with the Broncos. Because there were when the uh, when the Rockies moved in and went over there and did stories on them, they were selling season tickets in 13 states. Because the Rockies, if you look at the Major League Baseball map, they filled in a huge hole in the middle of the country. And there were people driving in from Nebraska. Uh, oh, big time in Kansas and, and yep. Wyoming. Yep. They were coming in. They had, they had season ticket holders in 13 states. And Rod Zundel, who's retired now, but he was at Channel 2 then, he and I were over there doing the story. And we were running around the parking lot shooting all the license plates. And, and we found 30 different states in like five minutes. I mean, it was they, no work at all. Were Jesus they in full in BYU regalia? Were they smoking? <laughs> they were all in the game. It was when they were a mile high. They were all in the game. The parking lot was empty. And we're just like, boom, boom, boom. He just he went right down the row. 
And I mean, there was a lot of Colorado, but there were a lot of other states. And the Broncos have benefited from the same thing. And the Raiders, in a well, weird way, are going to benefit from their nomad past, you know, and having moved all over the place. Nomad. And, and wow. if they're actually good, then you'll definitely draw. You will definitely draw. Oh, they'll, they'll be good. Everybody's good at some point. Nobody stays down forever. Well, they're they're due. They're over 15 years, closing in on 20, so they're due. That's in the past. They got three-game improvement with with, uh, Chucky and with Gruden, and now it looks like they're set to improve on last year. I mean, they're off to a 2-0 start here. We should get uh, Toby Christensen on, uh, the son of Todd, Mm -hmm. because Todd was a legend for them. Absolutely. And I'm wondering, I don't know if Toby has stayed local. He was a good guy. Covered him when he was at BYU. Uh, love Todd. Absolutely love Todd. Love to talk to him uh, on the phone. He was he would do broadcasting. I'd see him. And he was always an intellectual. Used the big words. Uh, and I know when I talked to him, I'd interview him a few times or just casually talk to him in locker rooms or media rooms. I should say, rather than locker rooms. I would try to use the biggest words possible. <laughs> and then he would go you're being very condescending. I mean, he would talk to you. <laughs> it's just the way he was. I so many died so young. It's so yeah. unfortunate. But he was a great, great player for them when I was in Los Angeles. And I'm wondering if they've reached out because now they're much closer. And he was he was one of their legends. And uh, I, I remember. I can, remember I, I, I can hardly remember numbers. But it seems to me Todd wore 46. Yep. I don't remember numbers much either, but that was such an odd number, and he was such a good player. Yeah. But that one sticks with me. And he had the Jerry Curl hairdo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I'm wondering if they reached out. If there's – now you can go a whole lot easier and be connected. I mean, they're, they're, they're practically – I'm surprised they didn't, they're not the Raiders to have the connection to Utah. <laughs> Uh, Jill sends this one in for you, PK. All caps. I would never get sick of cake. <laughs> if you had cake as much as I was exposed to gambling, I had a friend of the family would come pick me up at St. Peter's and we'd go into New York City because he would do a- OTB. Which off track. Use your after school babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a babysitter. No, he wasn't a babysitter. He he liked me. I mean, I, I sent you his ob- obituary. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. No, it, it was just he was like a second father to me, and we we enjoyed each other's company because it's funny because he had uh, big Italian family and like eight nine kids, and let's see one two three four boys, but none of them were in the sports. They're into cars and motorcycles and stuff. And I was in sports. So we had that connection. So we would drive in. It was a half-hour drive from where I lived right into the city. And we would talk. We'd talk about sports, talk about the NFL or whatever. I mean, because I, I was a freak as a five-year-old, man. Loved it. I mean, I literally have, I don't remember a time I didn't love it. And so he would take – and I knew the ponies, man. I could tell you who was looking good at Aqueduct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was totally into sports at a freakishly young age, too. But <laughs> I could not tell you. And that's funny is that my family wasn't into it at all. We had Del Mar. It was probably 45 minutes from our house. 
And I would go for the fair. That's where the county fair was, and, I, and we lived in the sticks, and I was in 4-H. But I have ne- to this day, I've never seen a horse race there. The horses would be training. The first early horses would be coming in during the fair because the, the meet would start like two or three weeks after the fair ended. And it was fascinating to stand on the rail and watch the horses just kind of gallop by. But I never saw a race. I went, uh, there was a friend, I had a friend in college who I think had an upbringing similar to yours. And I think his dad took him to the track when he was four, five, and six. And so he organized some, all the college friends, right? And there must have been, we must have had like 15 of us. It was multiple cars. And we went to Santa Anita and we were in the infield. And there's this uh, tunnel we walked under the track to get in mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. And you could stand on the, on the rail and... I mean, I had no idea. I mean, for all I know about sports, I don't, I don't know, I just don't, I don't get horse racing. I don't understand anything about it. I've never been exposed to it. But standing on the rail when the horses ran by, awesome. give, give me more of that. The noise they make. Oh, my gosh. You could hear them before you can see them because there's so many people. The you can't see down their, the rail. But the you track. know they're coming because you hear them and then you feel them. When they go by, it's such an adrenaline rush. And they're I don't the most know, powerful yeah. beings we have. And I don't know any of the horses. I don't know any of the jockeys. I don't know any of the history. I mean, I couldn't be more of a novice, and yet it was awesome. That's why Secretariat is one of the five greatest athletes of all time. Well, look who just checked in. Of all the guests that are difficult, how ironic. Yeah, that time has come and gone. I don't want it anymore. (laughs) Scotty G on the Mountain West return to football. Is it going to happen? If so, when's it going to happen? What does it mean for the Aggies? What's the schedule going to look like? We'll get to all that next. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Shady's back. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. The voice of the Aggies, Scott Gerrard, joins us now. Scotty G, good morning. I'm here to fall on the sword and ask for forgiveness. I'm sorry. Man, all the other guests can show up on time. What's your deal? <laughs> you know what? I've been you know, doing this little uh, radio thing for a while now, and I always said, you know, after you get stood up by a guest, you're like, I would never do that to anybody. That's the worst. It, it's disrespectful. It's awful. I would never be that slum of a human being that would do something like that. And then I accidentally did that. So I apologize. Scotty, we wanted to have you on to talk Mountain West football. There's been a million words written and a million words said about Larry Scott and the Pac-12 and their meeting Thursday. Uh, but the timeline's the same for everybody who wants to squeeze in eight games before the New Year's Six Bowl. Maybe someone from the Mountain West could get in and a payday for the conference and all that. So, is the Mountain West coming back? And if so, when? Signs sure look good at this point. And... Uh... What would it look like if the Pac- or if the Mountain West were to announce before the Pac-12, which I think is a distinct possibility? I think the Mountain West is actually, uh, and I still think this date's a little aggressive. 
Uh, but according to a lot of people in the know, that October 24th uh, date is extremely, extremely realistic for the Mountain West. Uh, I thought Halloween, maybe November 7th, but they're, they're, they're working towards October 24th, which I think would be an incredible accomplishment if they're able to get teams back out on the field that quick. So you're tied into the folks at Utah State. What do they think about that? Uh, I think that uh, I think that they would be very excited and very supportive of an opportunity to get back out on the field because I, and look, I know and no disrespect to anybody that's dealing with this ridiculous virus and the fact that it's raging right now here in the state of Utah, uh, but the but but I think that there's teams here in Utah. And I think Kyle Whittingham would say the same thing that they're ready to go and they feel like they've got the testing in place. They feel like they've got everything in place to be able to go and go quickly. And they could have gone at the beginning of the season. It's just the California dilemma that uh, the Mountain West deals with, the same thing the Pac-12 deals with, that and and Oregon. So I think that uh, Utah State is more than willing and excited to go as soon as they possibly can. So are all 12 teams going to go? Because Hawaii had a travel ban, but I heard that's being lifted. They might just uh, test you when you get to the state, and if you're good, you're good to go. So I guess I could see a charter plane, a football team landing there and being able to play. Are all 12 on board? Uh, as Well, you know, the, there were three question marks. Uh, Air Force has already got, has got some issues that they're dealing with in terms of the games that are already on the books with Army and Navy. But I think that can get squared away. Uh, Fresno is the big one. Because Fresno and and their uh, their their president had completely shut down everything regards to on campus learning, uh, but they released a statement at the end of last week that said they could find a way to make it work. So Fresno is the one I thought really would have a hard time making it work in Hawaii. But as you mentioned, uh, the power of a chance to recoup a little bit of money to help keep your athletic department afloat seems appealing enough that they're willing to work through some of these issues. So as of right now, it seems like yeah. Uh, all 12 are on board and ready to go. Now, that's as of now, but and who knows how that thing could play out, but I think all 12 are going to try to give it a go. So then how many games and what's the schedule going to look like? I would, and th- and by the, by the way, let me preface this. This is speculation on my part. Uh, I, I think you're looking at eight games uh, with a kind of uh, giving yourself a little bit of a schedule flexibility. You're able to start on October 24th and you can work in some buys and maybe move some things around if you have to. Uh, if you go October 31st or anything later, you don't have any flexibility whatsoever. So I think you're looking at eight games and uh, with a hopeful start on October 24th would be my guess. So I don't really remember a preseason poll. Maybe there wasn't one. Is it just, should we just pencil in uh, Boise State's the favorite because Boise State's usually the favorite? Yeah, there was a preseason poll. It was uh, Boise in the Mountain and uh, I believe San Diego State in the West. Uh, and uh, I think Utah State was picked to finish, I want to say, fourth in the division. All right, well, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, obviously, they got a new quarterback coming in there. I assume it's going to be the Utah transfer, but I can't guarantee you that. Uh, and I talked to I talked to Gary a little bit. I still do the coaches show up in Logan, and I talked to Gary about the quarterback situation. and And they really like uh, Andrew Peasley is a guy that they like. But uh, at the end of the day, I I would agree with you, PK. It's going to be Jason Shelley's job to lose. Uh, they they essentially uh, wanted to keep Henry Columbia, a guy who I think is really talented, 
uh, and they wanted to keep him on the team. But as soon as Jason Shelley signed, he decided to transfer, and he's now at Texas Tech uh, with Matt Wells. So it's really, you look at the experience level that Jason brings to the job, uh, the skill set that he has that I know that they want more of what he can do to that offense. They never ran uh, Jordan Love at all, and for good reason, too. I mean, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. No reason to have him take an unnecessary hit. Uh, but they really want to use the quarterback in the run game, and they feel like Jason can certainly help there. Andrew Peasley can do that as well. They've got two pretty good quarterbacks, but, yeah, you're right. Jason Shelley, that's his job to lose. Side note, since you mentioned Texas Tech, did you see that their uh, running back uh, was arrested and charged with street racing? And is eligible for the game against Texas on Saturday. <laughs> it's Texas, baby. This is a big God game. God bless the Big 12. Yep. <laughs> it's a big game, man. <laughs> you're not going to sit your starting running back uh, against Texas? No. A guy saw American Graffiti and then decided to go recreate the movie. I mean, you know. It's good you know, to see the kids watching the classics. That movie's twice as old as he is. I think it was more of those 25, too fast, too furious yeah, there it movies is. he probably was watching. Enough of the video games. Let's go live it. Yeah, exactly. And kind of dangerous. I don't know. That sounds like PK and Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> Except, Except he didn't, didn't have, have a car because <laughs> he crashed his sister's car, so he didn't have a car. <laughs> I, did, I had a car, oh. but my father didn't have a car, so I had to give him my car because I didn't really need one when I was in Flagstaff. Oh. See, we talk about the Arizona State days a lot, but not a lot comes up about the Northern Arizona days. Which no, I prefer to I keep it that might, way. <laughs> I know. That's what I think. Arizona State gets the gets the M.O. for being the party school, but I think uh, – I think Northern Arizona may have outdid it a little bit. Uh, there was far more debauchery, and I was 17 when I went to uh, Flagstaff, and I was five months away from changing, from turning 18. I didn't turn 18 until after my first semester. I was way too young, and uh, I was experienced in a lot of different ways, though, that I shouldn't <laughs> want to have experience. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, those two those two years were rough, man, and I needed the to. The best two I years of your to, life? Uh, <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> so I'm glad I got out of there. And when I got to ASU, my grade point average was about five points higher, which is impossible, but yet it was <laughs> when I was at ASU because I got serious about academics because I was on the road to nowhere, that's for sure. So I had the maturity enough to know that, man, i got to get out of here or I am just – I'm going to drown, but it's not going to be underwater. It's going to be a little bit of a Jim Morrison thing. So, anyway, that's my experience with Northern Arizona. Now, of course, you know, I'm a Pac-12 homer. I don't make any bones about that. So I got a bone to pick with you because you've been running this promo. We're saying that if the Pac-12 isn't going to play in order to get into the potential playoff what are they playing for well couldn't i ask that about the mountain west and actually i can ask that about at least 10 of the 12 packed out 12 teams what are you playing for because none of these teams have a realistic shot to get in the playoff well i think you're i mean and i mean obviously you're not getting into the playoff but i'm saying that you uh and i don't know, maybe maybe i'm misspoking on this but misspeaking on this a little bit but you've got to at least you got to be able to dance a little bit to get into the new year six and get some of the and get some of that money uh, if you if you're not able to uh, if you're not able to participate and you're you overshoot that deadline, you can't get a team in the New Year's Six. At least you know Mountain West has a chance to get Boise State into a New Year's Six. 
at least even if they're not in the college football playoff, uh, the Pac-12 can at least put a team in the New Year's Six game and uh, and at least get some of that money. Uh, if you play, you start playing middle of November, and maybe I'm misspeaking here, DJ. You're the numbers guy. Um, maybe, maybe I, I don't think you're eligible for any of that money. I lost everything you said after you said misspoken. That was classic. I no, that's not what I said. I, I it was a different <laughs> word I used. Oh man! So Larry Scott gets fired. Is Craig Thompson a candidate? Oh hell no! Are you serious? No, no, no. Of course not. Wow, that's like eight no's. He dropped a Ron Boone in the middle of that. That was great. <laughs> you're having you're having quite the if segment, I'm the, Scott. If I'm the Pac-12 and I have a chance, like whoever whoever takes over that train wreck of a conference right now, there's only one direction to go but up. After that, John Wilner paying out bonuses to everybody, he gets a 2.25 million dollar bonus. Uh, there's only one way that conference and the image of that conference can go is up after this nonsense. So you have your pick of the litter. Whoever, there'll be a line a mile long to take over that conference because it's a win-win. You can't run that thing into the ground any more than Larry Scott did. You you refuse a bonus and you sign up with DirecTV, then you're a winner right there immediately. That's all you've got to do, and you're a successful conference commissioner. So I I uh, I think there'll be a lot of people who'll be eligible for that job that would do a really good job. All right, I would buy that, that if you did those two things and, and also get out of the literally the most expensive real estate in, yeah. the, country, in the conference, well. if not the country, and pay all that money is such a freaking waste for what? I have no idea why that would be. But, see, and, and those are good, and, and, and those are important things. To get on DirecTV, absolutely, I agree 100%, uh, because that your, your, your product isn't being shown the way it should be. But I'm wondering now, with the things have changed and the television being such a driving force, that the exposure issue and all these things, these things that they got going on, can that be fixed by a commissioner? Because they're still going to be playing a large portion of their games at starting at 10.30 back east where 40% of the people live in the eastern time zone. So is that something that is fixable, or they're just going to have to deal with that type of stuff? I think you're, I think you're just going to have to deal with that. But the contract expires in, what, 22, 23 for the Pac-12? I would much rather have a new conference commissioner who's got a little bit more experience in dealing with some of these things uh, entering into that negotiation than I would Larry Scott. And so if you're going to make a move, make a move now so he can have a year or two under his belt leading up to whenever those negotiations take place. And, and I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, the, the deal expires in two, maybe three years, but the negotiating is going to start a year in advance. So make sure you have your guy in place so that uh, – because Larry got steamrolled pretty good on the last one, so bring somebody new in, get him up to speed – and at least maybe then you have a fighting chance. I don't think you have a fighting chance of changing any of that stuff you talk about with PK. Talk about PK uh, with with Larry Scott running things. And while they still have to play a lot of games at eight thirty, and I can still see two or three of the six league games in that time slot, I think it's also possible to get one or two games into the six o'clock ABC window, the five o'clock Fox window, or 
uh, 1.30 window on ABC or Fox. You know, the Utah-Washington game was in that time slot. Uh, you know, we don't need to go into all the reasons that that can happen, but I think there are reasons out there that can happen. And if you have your one or two big teams in that several times a year, you're probably in good enough shape. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think – I mean, I, I think it's a difficult run. I think you're in a bad spot. The optics of your conference aren't great. And I don't blame Larry Scott for not being able to put teams into the college football playoff. That's on the coaches. That's on the individual institutions. But right now, you, you're not highly thought of on the national landscape in terms of college football. You need USC to get better. You need to tell USC to hire Urban Meyer and to let him take over that program and give him anything he needs, and you'll be in a college football playoff in two years. You know, it might be dirty, but you're going to give a little bit more respect to your conference and then – by that time, hopefully you're negotiating a new contract and you get a few extra bucks out of the deal. You know, it really is on USC and Oregon. It's not like the third best team in the ACC and the Big 12 are driving the image of those leagues. It's Oklahoma and it's Clemson. Yeah. And after that, yeah, okay, whatever. Play games, guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, we criticize the Big 12 for being dirty, but we're going to hire Urban Meyer. Hell, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Come on. Yeah. Hire... You know, get the Dodgers pitching coach to help be able to, you know, coach his kid on how to hit a curveball, whatever you need to do, and, uh, you know, get him there. That's his grandson now. Yeah, right? That that, that, yeah, that kid is in his mid-20s. I'm just trying to pull out all the classics. Yeah, but if you were, hey, seriously, if you were six years old in 2004, you're 22 now. <laughs> that makes me sick to my stomach. Just sit back and let Herm do his thing. We'll be okay. Yeah. You guys who scoffed at Herm. I did. I'll admit it. And you did too. Don't 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 say no, you I thought didn't. that was a home run hire. What did I say, DJ? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing you always say. Right. You never know. You don't know. I will say this, you badgered him as much as you do every USC co- or every Arizona State coach at Pac twelve Media Day. So you I think like I pissed off him off, there. yeah. Yeah, well, the last two, Graham and and uh, Herm. Yeah, I mean, they, they go. You can go seven and five. Good, and I'll give you a big old bonus for going seven and five. Who doesn't go seven and five there? There's been two people. Well, yeah, three people. You got Graham, you got Herm, and then every time I watch Christian McCaffrey, I think about the time he wanted to fight you at Pac-12 Media Day. <laughs> Can't take a joke. What do you want from me, man? <laughs> that was probably one of the top five uncomfortable moments I've ever been a part of. And the other four also involved PK. What were they? <laughs> uh, grabbing me uh, by no, the neck no. and saving my job. <laughs> Drive blocking him down the hold hallway <laughs> that no longer oh, exists. Trust, <laughs> trust me, I got a couple more that certainly don't involve PK. <laughs> All right, Scotty. Well, well Sam, you... no, I want to know those. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Scotty. <laughs> no. Just go back a year or so. That's about it. <laughs> Bingo. Anyway. <laughs> well, Scotty, you got to be upstairs for your show in 10 minutes and 8 seconds, so I assume you're sitting in the parking lot. Or you on remote. I am. No, I'm just sitting here in the parking lot ready to wrap up. That's so. good. I'll, I'll see you in about 10 minutes, DJ. Okay. Scotty right. G., Scotty G. joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, the Mountain West. Eight games starting October 24th. Then you could work a buy-in. That'd be great. Sign me up. Yeah, sign me up, too. It is great. Oh. And, I'll, and I'll be looking forward to that big time. Yeah. Utah State, San Jose State. 
Tell me the date. I'm ready. I don't care. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Been talking about the Raiders this morning. They're going to be Utah's team. For most of you, it's about seeing it on TV. Some of you will go down to games. You don't necessarily need season tickets. I'm sure the secondary market will be robust for Raider games. There will be tickets available. A lot of you will still be watching on TV. Who do you want to see this week? Bucks at Broncos or Cowboys at Seahawks? What's the pick, PK? Two teams oh, you, you talk- referred to as overhyped, both the Cowboys and the Broncos. Well, I mean, I want to see, is it the Chiefs and the Ravens? That's the number one game. Uh, but I don't think you're, t- you're talking about your channel, too, I guess. No, that's actually Fox 13 options, believe it or not. That oh. uh, Tampa Bay game's over on Fox. That's something they're going to have to – got a doubleheader, so that's the second half of the doubleheader will be yeah, one of those, those games two games. Uh, I like them all. Yeah, I don't know. But the game I'm looking forward to the most is Ravens and, and Chiefs. Get a couple of two and O teams, either one of which or both could be in the. Uh, well, you got exciting young quarterbacks yeah. who can do a lot of different things, and so uh, I want to see them play. But those games you just mentioned, I'm fine with them. I got the ticket, so I, I got every. Game you got it all. The Chiefs Ravens is the Monday night game. I know. Yeah, Man. they were advertising that heavily last night. Obviously. That's a big game. I mean, they, they circled that as soon as they got it, for sure. Yeah. So, any of the, that's what I'm saying. I, I have been more captivated in week two by the NFL than any time in since I was a boy and didn't really pay a call, pay attention to the colleges. Colleges in the Northeast didn't get a lot of run. It was way more about the pros. And now with our colleges not playing yet, maybe more so this week with the SEC playing a little bit more, uh, but I'm waiting for our guys to get back. And in the meantime, my interest in the NFL has has soared. Uh, Channel 2 this week will probably have, I don't know, but I assume it's either going to be Raiders and Patriots or Texans and Steelers. I think those are the two best games. But Raiders, obviously. Come on. Or we'll find Raiders. out. Uh, I mean, I'm going to watch my team. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find. If they give us Panthers and Chargers in the afternoon game. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get online and get myself some Las Vegas Raiders gear. Uh, well, you ought to get a hat. You got a thousand hats. It's probably like the one thing you don't have. Uh, yeah, but I want to make sure that it signifies Las Vegas because I, I want to be known as a Johnny Come Lately. I don't want to be known as a diehard fan. I really think the Raiders should lead the way. Just drop the Metropolitan name. They've been everywhere. It's confusing. Just be the Raiders. You got a strong brand anyway. Be. The Raiders. I want, but that, 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 I want that, Gruden's hat, that script, Raiders. I want Vegas in there. I want fresh and new. Oh, they've got that for you. There's plenty of Las Vegas Raiders that, gear out That's there. what I want. I want Las Vegas Raiders. They're my team. And I want Washington to call themselves the Pigskins so they can still be the Skins. Jeffrey says, I've been a Steelers fan most of my life. I wouldn't change if they became the West Valley City Raiders. Oh, you would too. (laughs) Uh, I'm not a Raiders fan, John says, but how can you not love Waller and Jacobs? Both are beasts at their respective positions. Well, they were last night, that's for sure. All right, DJ and PK, we are out of time. Scotty G and Hansen coming up next. We'll see you.